Well, it's official. I had my first internet troll on LinkedIn. And I've decided to do an episode about it because I think that internet trolls for social media can sometimes be very similar to the reactions and attitudes that we as women in construction face on sometimes a daily basis. And so I wanted to relate it in a way that I could walk you through what happened and how I dealt with it and how it does relate to ways we can deal with the naysayers we encounter in our day-to-day -day interactions. So... For those not familiar with trolling, I'm going to start with a definition. Trolling is when someone posts or comments online to bait people, which means deliberately provoking an argument or an emotional reaction. And in some cases, they say things they don't even believe just to cause drama. And I'm going to admit, I don't know for sure that this person and situation really fits the definition of troll, but their comment definitely provoked an emotional reaction for me. So here's what happened. For Construction Inclusion Week, I created a post that stated, job posts with gender-neutral words get 42% more applicants. This is a statistic that I found on Zipia. And as someone who's not only been an applicant, 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 but also someone who's reviewed applications and someone who's received feedback on job postings that were sent out by companies I have worked with and for, I believe the statistic is true. Job posts with gender neutral words do get 42% more applicants. One of the comments that I received on this post through LinkedIn made it very clear that the person commenting disagrees with the need to discuss equality for women in general and instead feels everyone just needs to focus on hiring and promoting the best candidate for the job. My initial reaction was, yeah, I totally agree. We need to be focusing on hiring and promoting the best candidate for each job. The problem is that because sexism still exists and unconscious biases are still unconscious, the best candidates are not always being hired and promoted. Hence the need for education, which was the intention of my post. My second reaction to his comment was, oh, I want to have a conversation with this person. Because I'm someone who loves to have conversations with people that have different opinions than mine. I learn from people who have opposing opinions. It helps me learn how others think or better understand the opposing view. So that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to, I wanted to have a conversation with him, but I also know that that kind of conversation is only beneficial. It's only productive if both people are open-minded and open to hearing and learning different perspectives. And since I didn't know this person and we didn't have any mutual connections, I had no idea whether he would be open to this type of conversation. So I did what I knew to do and I LinkedIn stalked him. I took a look at his profile to see what his experience in construction was, and more importantly, read through his posts and his comments on other people's posts to get a feel for where he stood on issues and to get a feel for his level of open-mindedness. 
It did not take me long to come to the conclusion that this person most likely would not be open to learning an opposing view and instead would just want to make sure that I heard his. So I decided not to engage. I don't want to caveat for a second. If I had chosen to engage, if I had found him to be someone, if my research had had in some way made me think that he would be open-minded to a conversation with both of us, um, I would have private messaged him and asked him if he would be interested in having a, a phone conversation. This is not a, a, an engagement for me would not have been messaging back through comments and start that. But anyway, th this is where I want to shift the conversation to how we interact with naysayers in our day-to-day -day interactions. When comments are made or a conversation is started that raises our defenses because it appears to be contradictory to the manner in which we feel women should be viewed and or supported in our industry, we got to do our best to avoid the immediate knee-jerk reaction. 99 times out of 100, and that's my own statistic, our knee-jerk reaction will not change their opinion nor will it lead to a productive conversation. It's beneficial to take a deep breath, maybe even walk away if you need to. Many times in my career when someone did or said something that raised my guard up, I've simply said to them, I need to walk away right now and process how to best respond. Once your defenses are back to normal, I recommend evaluating if this is a person that will be open to a two-way conversation. And you need to evaluate if you are in a headspace to have a two-way conversation on that topic. Because once again, the most successful conversations between people with opposing views are those conversations in which both parties are open to being educated on the opposing view. Educate and be educated. If your gut tells you that this could be a productive conversation with the person that raised your defenses, then set up the conversation. Setting it up, meaning take time, make time, make space for the conversation. Don't just spring it on someone. Let them know that your goal is to hear their side and for them to hear yours. Once again, educate and be educated. You have to figure out why. Why do they feel we should no longer be talking about women's equality? Or why do they feel women are already treated equal? Or why do they get irritated by women's only groups? It's their responses to these questions or questions such as these that we can use to alter the way we deliver our message. If we can tailor our message in a way that speaks to the frustrations of others, we can lower the walls between us and we can make real progress. But both parties have to be willing to educate and be educated. And when, they're in a, when there is an agreement to do such, I just ask that you approach the conversation remembering that if you are hoping to change their mind, you have to be open to hearing their side. You have to hear their perspective. 
their perspective may change the way you see the thing that you disagree about. Once you understand where they are coming from and they understand where you are coming from, it's then that you can work together to make change that benefits everyone.